Hello, everybody, and welcome to a wonderful world of football shirts, your uh, podcast about football shirts, all things weird and wonderful. Brilliant. Um, it is my pleasure to introduce Mark Stern. Say hello, Mark. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. It's been uh, slightly longer than usual since we've seen each other because you've been mm. at weddings. Uh, there's been finals of competitions, heartbreaking finals of competitions, which has just kind yeah. of put a, a stop to everything we're doing. Um, a lot's happened since we last spoke, hasn't it? I know, yeah. Uh, so forgive me for not asking how you are, but let's just dive straight into it because I'll ask you later. Let's go. Yeah, the let's, 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 let's skip the pleasantries. No, I tell you what, no, that's rude. Mark, how are you? How are you? You look phenomenal, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. It's very, very, very hot today. Um, so I decided to wear my quite heavy, actually, um, New York Red Bulls shirt from the Thierry Henry era. Um, my only regret is I don't have him on the back. Um, but yeah, oh, it's very warm. We can get that sorted. Yeah, um, yeah. If anyone, if anyone has the MLS uh, kit name set from whenever it was, two thousand and thirteen, cutting edge shirts, I think they're called, and okay. uh, football shirt restoration. Uh, yes, two of those companies I yeah. like a lot on uh, Instagram and Twitter. They're, I'm sure they'll help us out. If they listen, they might listen. They might not. Anyway. <laughs> Yes, it's, and you. What shirt? You, you're wearing an interesting shirt today, aren't you? <laughs> uh, I'm wearing um, my one of my favourite shirts, which is the uh, Red Star Paris third shirt from a few seasons ago, which is a massive throwback to a podcast a few episodes ago, in which famously it was just a badge because it was a sleeveless. Or, or if you know, you know. If you know, you know. What was that team? We give the we give our skin that uh, muscle shirt. Oh. Oh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> uh, it's not really muscly. Anyway, anyway. Well, you know. <laughs> that's thank you very much. Um, <laughs> you made me get all flustered. Um, let's talk about the Euros. Oh. Um, Do we have to? I feel like it's only right. You know, we were yeah. we were one of the last football related podcasts slash blogs to talk about the football kits and rank them so it's only fair that we're one of the last football shirt <laughs> podcasts to di just dissect the, the the tournament and people give don't come to us for uh for cutting edge breaking news do they they do not <laughs> we're like slow slow sports news what is it that funny that joke twitter account it's like Sky Sports News, but slow sports news, and it like oh. would be like Arsenal went the whole season unbeaten, and it obviously happened like fifteen years ago. Oh, so like if like Arsenal announced a new signing yesterday, and they'd be mm. like Arsenal announced a new signing, Thierry Henry has signed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, okay, so let's really quickly. We lost. Let's pull it apart. We lost. It was hard. We lost. But do you know what? Um, I, I know that we can talk about this and saying like the amount that this team has brought everybody together was wonderful. Mm. I, it was, yeah, I would not for one second swap that pure moment of joy when Luke Shaw scored that 
emotion of just that first three or four minutes of that game mm. was such a high. <clears throat> I wouldn't swap that. It was bizarre, actually, because it all, it, even before that, it started, do you remember that it's kind of like nervy back pass from Harry Maguire? He just kicked it off for a, for a corner. And then you're thinking, oh, God, they're so nervous. Like, and then they go down the other end and score. And you're right, it was just like pure elation. It was, I mean, did you dare to dream? Of course you did. I did, but... yeah. And then even when Jordan Pickford made that Jorginho penalty save, because I think mm. you and I were sitting together, we were recording the podcast. I think maybe we'd just finished just as it went to penalties and both you and I stood up in an amazement at Jorginho's penalty against Spain. Harry just mm. sat the keeper down yeah. and I was watching it with my wife, with my hands like covering my eyes being like, it's all over. There's no way Jorginho's going to miss it. But Pickford, man, just stepped up and produced quite possibly, I thought, the save of the tournament with that penalty. It was was brilliant. I mean, it was just, as you say, because you just didn't expect it to happen. And then it did happen. And it almost makes it hurt even more. But, but yeah, I mean, I suppose on balance, you'd probably say that the the best team overall won. Mm. And um, I was disappointed that uh, Italy went with the uh, blue and dark blue. Uh, mm. kit I thought they would have looked better in white and England then would have looked better in blue shorts to bring it back to kits a little bit yeah but in essence that was, you know yeah yeah in, as all said and done it is what it is um, but you had a lot riding on this tournament from a financial perspective didn't you yeah well I mean not a lot I, mean, I suppose it depends who you ask but no not a lot but we did yeah so when, when we were obviously last recording we were we were watching the Spain Italy semi-final and I was talking about how I needed certain scenarios to go my way to win this Euro sweepstake thing I was in um anyway I did win which is brilliant yeah won, won it on a won it on a a, a I mean, I won't go into too many details, but you basically predicted every score of every game. And if you got X number of points, if you got the score right, and uh, a smaller number of points, if you got the correct result. Um, And it all went, essentially went down to the final game. And it's funny because I had actually predicted 1-1 between England and Italy. um, And I got overconfident on the day of the game and changed my mind. And I put put England to win 3-1. So I would have won quite easily. But and I ended up winning, essentially winning on a tiebreaker. Um, so I collected my winnings, and I was so um, I was so emotional about Saka missing the penalty. Um, that really got and gets me. But I was, you know, it was, it was upsetting seeing him crying on the pitch. Um, He's your boy. So I did exactly. So I went out and bought, uh, which I'm showing Richard now. I actually did put on Instagram um, on Instagram uh, yesterday. The new Arsenal away shirt for this season, um, nice. which I'm very happy to own. The, the, I do have two gripes um, actually with it, which is actually beautiful in person. It's a really lovely kind of like lemon colour. Um, Arsenal sent me out a shirt. I don't know why I'm showing you. I've already shown you a picture of it. But Arsenal sent me out a shirt that has a pull in it, and the K on Saka is falling off. So it's not not the best, but you know we we'll, we'll move forward. We will move forward, but we'll also address something that's been on my mind for a while, um, which is having a name on the back of the shirt. 
Yes, now, we've yes, okay. We need to talk about this. We do because if you think back to a few episodes ago when I was talking to Jake from Art on Shirts, I did say that if England progressed well, I would buy myself the England away shirt with Connor Cody on the back. I will now present to you my England shirt with Connor Cody on the back. And I've got the number on the front as well. Ooh, now, yeah, wow. And I said in that same episode that I don't like the idea of it. I think it's quite cheesy. I did have reasons behind it. And I have been thinking about this because it does take away the um, style element, not style element. It takes away the fashion element, I think, of it. Yeah. And so it becomes a football shirt rather than a fashion item mm -hmm. like this, as opposed to that England 2010 shirt that I've got, which is that kind of tailored by England shirt, which I would wear out, which I could wear out. Yep. Whereas I think I would only wear this if England were playing on telly. I mm -hmm. don't think I would wear this out so much, but it also made me realize that I like the idea. And I think you talked about this with, um, getting Martinelli on the back of one of your shirts. We, mm -hmm. we talked about it. It's momentous occasions. I think it's, and yeah, call me a hypocrite. That's fine. But my, our opinions are always changing on these things, but yeah, it's because I'm developing them as we talk. I don't mind the idea of getting a name, a number set on the back. If it's to commemorate an occasion or to uh, remember a, a player that's, uh, you know, is, important to you so again mm. the connor cody his england's first representative in a major tournament since steve ball i think yeah. yeah that's right um i talk about wanting to get the number steve ball's number i think 21 on the back of a england uh italia 90 shirt for the same reason yeah same with you maybe getting Saka on the back you felt an overwhelming support for him i mean he's yeah. he had a phenomenal tournament there's no shame in getting it on the back because of how good he was. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's also interesting because to to me it's also more of a it's more of a kind of like if you know you know sort of thing. Like let's say, and I'm imagining myself kind of like walking down to the shops in in Berlin or something, or going to a friend's house on the on the underground or something, and wearing my new Arsenal shirt with Saka on the back, and it being like a kind of like if you know you know like oh that's Saka like I mean obviously I'm not Saka but you know what I mean <laughs> um so yeah I think it's um yeah as you say opinions change all the time um so yeah the the, the annoying thing about this is that I probably will end up sending it back because I don't really want one that's that's no. that's got a pull in it that's... which is kind of annoying but talking so. about things that are annoying and things you've got to send back do you have an update about uh, Forest Green Rovers? Uh, it was Forest Green, wasn't it? I wrote here Notts County, but that's 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 just not right, is it? It's Forest no. Green. Um, no, that, that, that the mystery continues. Bought that shirt like two weeks ago. Well, shirt, shirt. Yeah, in quoted marks. Yes, like, I, sorry. It, yeah, for the benefit <laughs> of the viewers, I did one of those things where you move your fingers up and down. <laughs> Um, like if it was a normal shirt, a proper shirt, I'd, you know, find two weeks for delivery and that's quite a long time, but we'd accept it. But this was a mm. digital image and unless they're rendering it to be perfect, 
then uh, full size maybe full size maybe we need Life to size cardboard cutout yeah maybe we need to contact them and just say oi forest green where's our green zebra Dig- shirt digi kits where's yeah, my where's my digi kit yeah so no, no actually no update on that yet but you know let's let's watch this space um, um it did remind me actually talking about football shirts number sets on the back full kits reminded me of something uh we have in previous episodes laughed at uh, foot spotted football shirts um and full kit wankers as we like to call them as most people like to call F- them fkws yeah fkws and um i recently posted out thanks to reboots um uk for sending me a pair of football boots that i wanted that I couldn't find. There are a pair of black copers with the orange underneath. Anyway, I soon realized something very funny is that I don't like to try on football boots unless I'm full kit wankered up. Oh. I can't, I don't like, and I can't try on a pair of football boots that arrive unless I put on a pair of football shorts and socks. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting. I think, generally speaking, you're supposed to wear socks. Yeah. Because it replicates the thickness. But shorts is a, huh, yeah, it's a quite a weird one. I guess maybe I like the aesthetic of football boots. So it's nice to imagine how I would look wearing them with a pair of shorts on. Because I'm not going to play football in a pair of jeans, am I? No, I also really liked when we used to play together. And I um, always liked the pre-game where you'd obviously have your boots and your shorts and your socks on. And you'd have your shirt on, but i generally wear like a jumper on top of my shirt when we were warming up or something i always felt that that was like a i liked that look you know like shorts socks boots but with some sort of jumper on there's something why no no i think there's like there's an air of professionalism when you wear a training top Mm. i did did the air quotes thing yes you're like the pre-match pre-match zip yeah oh could you imagine like warming up in a pre-match zip up and then like taking off and then putting your shirt on oh how how professional would you feel then you really would that would be that'd be something else (laughs) speaking of um singens the team i play for uh started their pre-season training this week and i turned up and there was a guy wearing the wolves third strip which is that uh white and blue painty meshy one and I was not his biggest fan when I saw it originally, but up close, it's quite nice. Who who was that then? It wasn't you, was it? No. Um, although I do think I should wear one next time, a different football shirt. Anyway, uh, a guy who... Ben. Hello, Ben, if you're listening. Benny which boy. You might not be, but... Uh, anyway, Wolves fan, so nice to talk to him. Which then brings me on to... A talking point that I wanted to save from last episode, which was um, Wolves um, recently changed from having Adidas kits to Castor as mm. well as Newcastle. Uh, You're the king of Segway, aren't you? You uh, really are. I'm the king of Segways. The Segway king. The Segways king. <laughs> and before they released their shirt, which was this week, which I don't really want to talk about right now, I want to talk about their training range, which was the first thing they released. Mm-hmm. And they released it and it's a beautiful teal which has both made me extremely happy but also extremely sad it's made me happy because as we know from previous podcasts i have my favorite wolf shirt which is the away from 96 97 which is that teal color 
So I was happy yeah. to see it. However, I then got disappointed because usually it means that the away shirt won't be that colour mm. this season. So sadly, but happily, Wolves' new training range is a beautiful teal colour, which I think they have done as a homage to Wolves of the past, which is a lovely little tick from me. But uh, sadly, it means no teal away kit. Yeah, so I have a couple of questions. Um Firstly, uh, uh, before approximately three days ago, I think, I'd, I had never heard of Castor before. Are they quite new on the block? From a football or am kit. Or am I just like not with it? From a all? football kit-making perspective, they made Rangers kits last season. But mm. um, they are a company who I believe are focusing very much on uh, high-end, high-spec, high-end performance level equipment. So Andy oh. Murray had his tennis equipment made by them. They provide, I think it's Mercedes with sports equipment. Got and um, recently uh, on the Wolves website, they've got two tiers of uh, stuff you can pre-order slash buy, which is their kind of normal version. And then their pro range, which is upwards of 100 quid. Yeah, got it. I really, really like the um, the sort of training uh, training top here. Can you guess what I'm thinking of when I look at it? I bet you can. Uh, I'm not looking at it right now. Uh, I'm going to say Arsenal. It's making you think Arsenal or something. No. Tell me. Go on. It's a South Africa rugby kit. What? It's a yeah. South Africa rugby kit. Are you kit. talking about rugby? Yeah, I know. It's shocking, isn't it? It looks to me, it's the, uh, as we have, I think I've probably mentioned before, I don't know much about rugby, but I have watched the odd game. <laughs> yes, we have quite recently. But to me, this looks like a, uh, that's, yeah. this looks like a South Africa rugby kit. That's fair enough. I'm going to, I know we're going to segue from Castor quite beautifully, but I'm just going to take a quick side swipe to a okay. to a. Um, the other day I was working and I was working on the. I don't think you've ever explained to the to the listeners what you actually do for work. I think that might be interesting. Nah, not today. Okay, keep my tender hooks. So anyway, I was working on <laughs> one of the uh, the British Lions tour games in the rugby. And they're playing a team called the Sharks. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you football fans know about what's happening in South Africa at the moment. There are no fans going to the ground. So much like they were doing in the NFL, they've got like these fan walls, which is literally mm. like fans Zoom calling in and they're watching the game. Now, when the Sharks scored a try, there was a gentleman in like top right corner celebrating them scoring a try. And he had on a Sharks rugby shirt. Now, what caught my eye is the fact that it was a um, Black Panther Wakanda shirt. And I was like, well, this is interesting. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. I got so excited <laughs> I knocked the, the microphone. Um, it really caught my eye because it's it was black and it had that um, necklace, the Wakanda necklace, like around his the neck. Mm. And it turns out that we have discussed before in previous podcasts that we've got a Spider-Man outfit, there was a Thor football team. I think Braga had a Thor-style football shirt, and we joked about trying to find a complete Avengers set. So mm. here we go. Tick, the um, 
something sharks have i think they're just called the sharks the sharks have a wakanda slash black panther rugby shirt does that count can we include that in our avengers i think it does count and i'm actually looking at it now it's more uh, uh, look let me actually backtrack here because i've never seen that film before as will not shock you to hear um but it has the it has a six pack in the shirt oh uh or maybe it's <laughs> yeah it has a six pack in the shirt so i don't know yeah it's interesting but, um, so that, that that was what I noticed whilst the rugby we're going really up. assembling Avengers assemble. Yeah, is so, that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, going back to the Castor Wolves release their home strip, and I think I want to get into that in some of the detail at another point. But uh, mm. segueing beautifully onto yeah, a new release, sidestepped back, and then now yeah. we're segueing again. You noticed something quite recently, didn't you, with the Newcastle United? Yeah, yeah, I think this got pointed out quite a lot on Twitter. Um, it's one of those, like, when you see it, you see it, and then you can't unsee it, and you can't unsee it ever. Um, and it's the way that um, the new Newcastle home shirt um, looks. They've kind of gone with that classic, like, button-down collar, um, which uh, I think was kind of famous in their... Um, in their like 96 uh, yeah. 96 kit yeah um, les ferdinand alan shearer david Ginola. yeah all the guys um but the way that it the way that it is it it comes down and kind of it's a white strip and it intercepts the the thicker black line in the in the middle anyway basically it's a big four um so there's a big big four in the middle of the newcastle shirt this season yes yeah, so as mark's saying the spot it's the sponsor that ruins it it's because the sponsor yes has its words and then it has the white background to or the black background to kind of like separate it from the rest of the shirts and unfortunately what's happened is the placement of that is so perfectly placed that the black stripes of the newcastle shirt make what looks like a number four and once you see it you cannot unsee it, and it's there. I, I, I want to know how it gets to a point where this is in production, and this like someone has surely seen this and think and has thought mm, something doesn't quite look right here. Maybe maybe I can't quite put my finger on it, and then all of a sudden it's like it's because there's a giant bloody four on the front of it. Um, <laughs> it's it's I, so I, true. <laughs> I, I mean, they've got the kind of round neck collar um with the the kind of retro looking button down i like it i like it a lot but it is it's you're right i mean it's it's this placement of the sponsor that ruins it well not ruins it but you know that gives that effect um so i saw the rest of the 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 goalkeeper shirt being released and i have to say that is a beauty because that's got exactly the same template as in the button down collar a granddad collar and it's um diagonal stripes of kind of pink and purple which i know your mm. niece would love she would well remembered so uh maybe if we can find one for her then we Very add well me remembered. uh but obviously the kids versions don't have the sponsor on them so mm. that home shirt looks phenomenal now segueing as he uh hello twizzles his mustache beautifully yeah. 
we like that Newcastle shirt apart from the sponsor making it look like a massive four. However, um, you tagged me in something on Instagram quite recently, which is, is it uh, classic football shirts? What they did with... Uh... Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, so this was... Um, this was new football shirts with classic logos. Um, and I thought it was... Um, I thought it was very interesting to see the one that you specifically pointed out was actually the Newcastle one, um, which was the kind of blue star of the... Newcastle Brown, Newcastle, Newkey Brown, Newcastle Brown Ale. That's what it is. It's it? Newcastle Brown Ale, but Newkey Brown is what I think they call it. Newkey Brown, yeah. Um, which just looks brilliant. Um, the other ones they've got here are, I guess, these are all the latest shirts. So the new latest Leicester shirt with the Walkers logo, the latest um, Man City shirt with a classic brother. They put Arsenal with Dreamcast. So I wouldn't say that Dreamcast is a kind of classic Arsenal sponsor. They only really sponsored us for about two years. JVC. Uh, JVC, come on. Uh, and then Tottenham with uh, Holston. Um, the Newcastle one wins it, though. It looks brilliant. Absolutely. And also, it then gets rid of the four. There is no four with that now. It looks so much better. I agree with you on that. And I was looking through them myself, and I actually thought how much... Even though those sponsors are iconic with that team, some of them look really boring. Like the Holston one, which is synonymous with Tottenham, actually makes that shirt look even more plain. Whereas mm. at least the sponsor they've got at the moment, which is the AIA, right? I think. AIA. So. Um, it's, it's red and it just makes yeah. the shirt pop a little bit more. It's the same with the Walkers one. The Walkers one on the Leicester shirt doesn't do anything for me in that respect because it's just the word walkers i don't know mm. yeah yeah i know what you mean um the man city one is pretty good i have to say yeah but I don't, I don't like the man city shirt itself this season but okay so yeah i mean i don't actually like that man city shirt this season anyway i feel like the collar's a bit too low down a bit low v mm. and when the players wear them for the first time and they're all skin tight i'm just like I think when a shirt has a low a lower V like the Man City one does, it needs some sort of border. Like I'm then swiped back and looked at the Leicester one, which also has mm. a kind of low V, but because it's got that thick white border, it doesn't look as unfinished. The Man City one looks a bit unfinished. You make a very good point. It looks a bit like a uh, when you're editing a kit on FIFA or Pro Evo. Mm. That's what it. That's what it reminded me of, anyway. Yeah. So. So yeah, Arsenal, as I say, would have gone, would have gone JVC there, but never mind. Other things I noticed this week, actually, um, going on the kind of theme of not football, <laughs> is something I, I found really funny because it actually reminds me of what you were talking about with this new Arsenal away kit. This new Arsenal away kit was a commemorative shirt, wasn't it? It's to commemorate some sort of competition but they got the the years wrong you're out by a, a year right 71 double but you're out by a year yeah. or something right so i was watching the t20 blast which is the cricket t20 tournament in, in the uk and gloucestershire were playing and i had a chance to quickly look at their badge 
And what they've done is they had a centenary year last year, but because they didn't get to wear the kits because sport was cancelled, they've literally made a bit of a joke about it and crossed off the 2020 and wrote 2021 over the top in red, like you're a teacher and you're marking it wrong. I thought that was really funny and a really nice way to kind of keep your anniversary year, but poke a bit of fun at it. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, Yeah, it's nice because, as you say, I mean, people... People missed out on a lot last year. I think, I mean, with the Arsenal one, I think they just they just like messed up the years. But with this, they're kind of recognising, you know, they've got this anniversary, 150 years that they want to celebrate. Um, and yeah, last year obviously didn't happen. So interesting. Obviously, you're going to the cricket tonight. What's, I what's am. Who, who's playing and what sort of kits do they do they do they wear? I know we're venturing we're venturing into uncharted waters here. So I am going to the opening game of the 100, which is the new UK-based tournament. Instead of it being overs, it's 100 balls. This is boring. It's a football podcast. But the kits are important. They're all made by New Balance. Mm. um, And they're brand new kits because they're brand new teams. The team I'm going to watch is the Oval Invincibles. And they are playing in a kind of spearmint, spearmint green. Oh, lovely. Um, They're playing in a mint spearmint green, which is quite exciting. Mm. And, um, yeah, that's, I mean, and also what the main thing is, is the sponsors of the tournament are all kind of crisp based. So you'll spot one of the teams, I think they have KP nuts written on their chest, oh, yeah. whereas other teams are sponsored by skips. Oh, lovely. Someone else sponsored by Pom Bears, oh. maybe Tyrrells. <laughs> they're, they're the fancy it's, ones. They're the fancy ones. I'm, uh, it's getting my juices flowing. Just thinking about all these crisps and nuts I'm going to eat at the I don't really like cricket. I love it. <laughs> uh, no? Perfect. No? Is that yeah. it? Uh, right. I set you up for it. <laughs> well then. Um, I have something I had never thought about and uh, until I saw a tweet this week, which I want to kind of address with you. Did mm-hmm. you know that Peter Schmeichel used to have his goalkeeper shirt 3XL so he no. could create webbing underneath his armpits to make saves <laughs> that is in answer to your question no i did not know that that's very interesting i'd be well okay that is interesting and i guess logically that's a really good idea i wonder how many times he actually <laughs> like what the point of that was like how many times he actually made a save with his webbing i wonder if it's a bit like a security blanket knowing that He's got a little bit of extra protection. When you, yeah. But you compare that to a player like um, Leno or Martinez right now, who are obviously two ex-Arsenal Arsenal goalkeepers, who mm. are wearing skin-tight Puma slash Kappa, I think, uh, shirts. Mm. And they, you know, they are tight shirts, aren't they? And how much of them is like, they don't, I don't know, like it's, it's kind of full circle. And I wonder if there's ever been any other kind of player that, used to like wearing baggier shirts. Mm. Yeah, I think we talked about this quite recently as well because even when you look back, I mean, you look back at videos from the mid-2000s and you're in my head that's not really that long time ago, but all of the shirts were like, even then, like XL, L, XL, and they look really baggy. But you yeah. don't, at the time, I don't remember thinking they're really baggy. I think we've talked about this before, but it is like quite bizarre to consider um 
that was just uh, that kind of caught my interest a little bit. Um, there were some other things I wanted to really quickly talk about. Oh, oh, Mark, 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 something that we have discussed before um, mm-hmm. is the team Real Bayacano. Yes, we have. And we've talked about them and how much we love their their shirt. Their It was their um, LBGT shirt, I think it was, wasn't it, or something like that? Mm, yeah, I think you got the right letters, but not in the right order. But Oh, God. Oh, um, <laughs> anyway, it was their pride. Let's call it their pride shirt. Their pride kit, yeah. Um, and they have come out with their new kit this season. I don't know. Have you seen it yet? I saw it yesterday, actually, yeah. The big, and, the big thing. So yes, exactly that. So where uh, in the podcast we talked about their badge, didn't we? And we were questioning what the big lightning bolt slash arrow was. Mm. Now, what Rare Vicano have gone and done is made that the primary feature of their home shirt. So they've got a big white home shirt, which is lovely, and then that red kind of lightning bolt arrow is going. Yeah as a sash hello across yeah i know um i've got a lot of sash stuff written down in my notepad which i'm trying to not talk about have you um, been saving it saving them all up um so that that for one was something that i noticed straight away and thought that's cool because they've took an element of their badge and put it on their kit but then their away shirt mm. and this is where i come into my own because you know i love my matching shirts. You do. Their away shirt is a blue shirt, powdery blue shirt with a white lightning bolt arrow. And I just think, whoa, that's, that's so <laughs> what, nice. Wait, what, what do you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it now, actually. Um, and their, their kits, yeah, I, the, the blue, the blue color is actually really nice. It's made by Umbro. So it's got the like Umbro diamonds, yeah. Umbro diamonds on the sleeve. Um, the, the, there is another kit here, which is a red and black, um, which is similar, but it actually has lightning, like streaky lightning bolts yep. going through it as well. And they, I feel uh, like the, I feel like I need to do some some more some more information about what the electricity slash lightningness has to do with this team. That can be your homework. Yes, yes, I'm on that. Um, there was uh, some other things oh, uh, that could segue beautifully into another Umbro kit that I saw. Uh, oh God. <laughs> I can't even. It's a French team that have um, got their kit made by Umbro, mm-hmm. and on Avant Guingamp, spelled E N A V A N T G U I N G A M P, and their new kit is made by Umbro, and um, it has. Whilst it doesn't have the classic Umbro kind of cuff and collar, it has a checker board pattern which makes it look incredibly retro i'm a big fan of it hmm uh yeah i am trying to pull it up now uh i think your pronunciation wasn't great <laughs> uh although i have no idea how to pronounce this this team no anyway. one relies on us for <laughs> pronunciation <laughs> no that's true um 
French football team. Yeah, big fan of that with the kind of checkered, checkered collar. It's pretty mm. like it's quite basic, but in a in a kind of nice way. It's got the like the the textured red stripes, which I think are quite nice. Well, kind of like playing on that basic feel. You could actually go as far as going look at that new Manchester United shirt mm. and your Arsenal shirt in the same way. Like it's basic, but there's a quality to it because of its basicness. It actually looks more retro feel to it. Yeah, um, the, actually, the, um, the 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 Man United shirt. I actually hadn't written that down, um, but we talked about that in our anniversary special. No, yeah. not that shirt, but you know they, when they were commemorating the the Munich crash, um, and I said it's a really nice shirt. I really like it, and that this this shirt that they've announced for this season is kind of on the same, you know, on on the same lines as that. I think it's it's basic but really nice. If I was a United fan, I'd probably buy it. Speaking of uh, liking stuff and not liking stuff, um, there was a resounding win for not liking the new Barcelona shorts. There was? Oh, that's good. Yeah, I looked on our Instagram poll and our Twitter poll to say that most people didn't like them. There was one or two people that did think they were good. Mm. Um, one of the guys on Twitter whose uh, name was uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Muller. Uh, responded to saying he liked them and his thing was he loved them because he appreciates the extraordinary extraordinary designs rather than the plain okay so That's... i can get on board with that i can appreciate it yeah. i still think you're wrong but <laughs> everyone's allowed their opinion <laughs> even if it is a terrible one no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding uh nicholas we respect your uh, respect your opinion. Um, yep, and we appreciate you getting in contact to let us know what you think because it's one thing to just say I don't like it or I do like mm. it, but there's I like to know reasons why. Like again, we've said it before, you could have kind of sentimentality reasons behind liking stuff. Or you could have reasons for hating stuff because somebody did something in that shirt. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's um. Yeah, quite a lot of people are quite are quite quick to just be like, "Oh, I, I hate that," or "Oh, I really like that." But yeah, as you say, when 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 there's some logic behind it, then that's that's respect from me. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? You got anything else? Um, have you seen? Well, we talked about we talked about this um, last time we spoke. Actually, uh, we were talking about the Bristol City kits, the Hummel, the Hummel efforts. Yes, um, and we were talking about how oh, we were quite yes. excited about the new Everton release for this season because they've just their, their shirts are just being made by um, by Hummel this uh, for this season. Have you seen the Hummel Everton efforts? And if so, what do you think? Yeah, so um, that's actually something I've jotted down on my notepad as well because I do remember that we were talking about it and I distinctly remember saying, I'm really looking forward to what Everton are going to make this season. And they released their home shirt and I have to say, I thought it was crap. <laughs> with all the potential, with all the build-up of all the Hummel shirts we've seen released in the past few months, you know, going as far back as looking at these um, American soccer teams 
that franchise, whatever they've got below the MLS, you know, those. You've got your Bristol City. You've got um, Denmark, Coventry City. Coventry City, who I've got written down. I can't even remember what that shirt looks like, but we'll probably talk about it at some point. Denmark absolutely wowing the world with their red out shirt. You know, the goalkeeper shirt with a little kind of like sound patterns on, which is similar to the Everton goalkeeper shirts from last season. And they've got this platform to be like the biggest Premier League team wearing Hummel. And their shirt was blue. Yeah, it's... It's just blue, isn't it? It's not. It's got a bit of yellow trim. It's got a bit of kind of different shades in the in the body, but it is not living up to any of the kind of excitement that we were maybe hoping that it would. Um, the only excitement that I have is I think it's a training top. I don't think it's a, an away shirt because their away shirt is black, I believe. But this one. I think might be their training top or it could be a goalkeeper shirt. I'm not sure, but it's black and has kind of red and white lightning, thick lightning bolts yeah. on it, which does, that does say to me a little bit kooky, a little bit different. And I'm all on board with that. But uh, yeah, maybe, maybe as we see more pictures of the Everton shirt released, when people wearing it, we might see a bit of detail that we've missed, which could be that fine detail, which makes a shirt. But from a, from a, a immediately viewing a perspective, I'm, I'm not a fan. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. I think I think that's a training kick. So I'm looking at it now, and again, that's it's better, um, and it adds some sort of different level to it. The thing that I will say actually is that the um, goalkeeper's shirt, we as you say, we talked about the uh, Everton goalkeeper's shirt when they were playing in the. Were they playing in the FA Cup semi-final last year? Anyway, well, what were we talking about? Their goalkeeper shirt for this season is quite interesting. It's sort of like, how would you describe it? Almost like a kind of zebra print, but it's sort of black primarily with black and yellow, mainly with one blue stripe. Um the only reason I know that is because they just signed Azmir Begovic yesterday, um, who's obviously got hit all of his pictures. Um, so, yeah, the goalkeeper shirt is quite nice. Um, the training top, also quite nice. Home shirt, bit naff. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our full review of the Everton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um yeah, so there was well, there were two two other things that I wanted to talk about. Maybe we'll finish with um, we'll finish with uh, with, well, finish with um, with a bit about retro goal, which we talked about last time. But I want to talk really quickly about um, the new Inter Milan uh, home ah. kit for, the, for 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 this season. Obviously, this is the um, the one of the most talked about. Um, not necessarily the shirt, but one of the more talked about partnerships with the um, with the lack of uh, Pirelli um, sponsorship and with the new badge. And Inter Milan bought out their announced their new home kit, um, which is this snaky effect. Um, I think there's some sort of history between Inter Milan and snakes, but I'm not really sure what it is. Um, there's something about a white awake isn't there that has is it a dragon maybe or a snake i think of it's some got sort? like a snake's 
a snakiness around like slithering around the shirt um yeah it's uh oh, there we go but the home kit is it, it is well i mean it's it's nice i guess it's a uh, it's this sort of two-tone two-tone dark and light blue with a gold gold trim and the tip badge and the tip badge yeah exactly for those of you who maybe miss that the uh something else that you can't unsee is that the new inter milan logo um has the word tit written in it um i think it's quite a unique design it's one of those ones that you can only really appreciate when you're up close to it much mm. like the chelsea shirt for this season when you're far away i think it will just look like a blue and black striped shirt maybe it won't be as crisp of a blue and black but it'll still be a blue and black striped shirt from afar when you're watching on telly it's only when you are wearing it will you appreciate the level of detail that it's gone into mm. yeah it's um it's an interesting one i don't love it and i don't hate it um it yeah it's not to me, it's not. It doesn't scream into Milan, which is what's maybe putting me off a bit. But I think you're right. I think if if I were to kind of have a proper look at it, uh, maybe that opinion might change. Proper like close up, close up look. But Mark, this is one of the reasons why we do this podcast, and it's one of the reasons why football shirts entertain us so much. It's not for you. Yeah. I I I personally don't like it that much either. I don't see the point. I don't see what the relevance of having a snake scale shirt is. Mm. I, I can appreciate the uniqueness of it, but I don't see where that is unless like Inter Milan is some sort of snake team <laughs> and just, I don't know, you know, someone's been all snaky. I don't know. Snaking around. Yeah. Who knows? Someone yeah. should know. Mm, somebody should know. But not for us. We're not a factual podcast. No, we know this already. Today is going to be a slightly shorter one than usual. We're not going to talk about our football shirts because we are just shoehorning in a quick hour podcast. Almost 45 minutes. I don't know how long this is going to be when I edit it. Um, so we're not going to talk about shirts, uh, individual shirts today. We will get back onto that next time we are together. Um, so we are kind of like just catching up with our admin slash talking about all the things we've missed so far. Um, but I know that last week we talked about Retro Goal, which is a game on that you discovered. Yeah. Um, I am happy to tell you that uh, I found it on the Android platform, mm. Google Play Store, and downloaded it and have been obsessed with it ever since. It's just a great game, isn't it? It's a lovely little game. It's It's... You can waste, not waste, because it's not a waste if you're having fun, but you can kill a lot of whittle, our, away. whittle away a lot of time uh, enjoying this game. I just moved to the MLS. Uh, is it the MLS or is it the second division? I moved to Orlando. They're in the MLS, aren't they? Um, so I'm now at Orlando uh, FC in their purple purple strips. Nice. You were at, where, where did you go to? Well, I like you side out at Birmingham City. Mm -hmm and then saw the opportune moment to move to Wolves. <laughs> so, manager of Wolves shock. for the last three seasons. Yeah, shock horror. 
but part of the game is you obviously have these achievements and you've got to go and like win divisions in different countries. So I think this might be my last season at Wolves. After winning the Champions League, I've got to move on. And, <laughs> and where, 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 where's, where's your next destination, do you think? I don't know. I was thinking about going to somewhere like Germany and seeing if I can like take charge of... Obviously, I've got to have the job offer first, but somewhere like Berlin. Oh, yeah. Or uh, Hamburg. Hamburg were my first German team. Yeah. To like, so. For anyone that maybe for anyone that maybe missed last week, uh, get on your app stores and search for Retro Goal. Uh, it's produced by uh, producers called New Star Games, and it is brilliant. And the first ten games are free, and I think you will enjoy it so much that you will pay the ninety nine p to carry on for the rest of the season. Yeah, I actually paid. I actually paid for it without even playing one game because I just knew I was going to like it. Ah, fair enough. So, yeah. Well, there we go. That's uh, quite a quick little one we've got there. And I think that's important that we give the listeners what they want, which is content. Yes. Um, it also means that we've kind of got together, had a little chat, and kind of the problem is, is my phone and my notebook keeps on building up with all this stuff that I want to talk about. <laughs> and if I don't get it out, it's going to end up like verbal diarrhea. And so it's good to get out some of the bits that I wanted to. And I'm glad we've kind of like gone through the Euros a bit. Yeah. As well. And um, I think we've, I think our tournament was better than the real tournament. <laughs> our tournament was great. It was, uh, yeah, it was fun. We did joke about, about maybe doing the full Premier League campaign, <laughs> but I think that might be a bit overkill. Yeah. But we've got the World Cup next liked- year, so... We do have the World Cup next year. That's going to be exciting. Mm. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for continuing to support us. Um, it's one of those kind of weird things that when you're away for a bit, you feel like you can drop off mm. this, drop off the, the radar. But uh, people are still listening. People are enjoying it. Um, if you have anything that you want us to talk about, get in contact. Mark, where can they find us? They can find us uh, at ShirtsPod on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. Send us a DM on there. Or the wonderful football shirts at gmail.com is our email address. Well done. Thank you. You almost fucked it up. Very close. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Um, we're going to come back roaring with uh, some shirts for next week. We've got some great interviews lined up with kind of different companies around the football shirt area. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, thanks very much for listening. We really appreciate it. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs)